I, uh, for some reason, we, I guess the era I was in and in the lifestyle, because like I said, I used to dance, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be in that life. And it's like, you know, it was kind of like a badge of honor when you go do some time. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's conversation. You know, oh, oh yeah. He, he, he down the road. You know what I'm saying? Right. She, she down there. Oh, she doing it. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, it was cool to go to prison. Welcome back, man. Another episode of the Instincts Podcast. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I got the muscle mechanic in the building today, Miss Kayla Evans. We're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about overcoming the odds. As everybody knows by now, well, you may not, we turn tribulations into celebrations on the Instincts Podcast. And it's a great day to change lives. Kayla, you look too serious, man. Smile. All right, good. Look at everybody, man. You got the beautiful smile. You got the nice neon on. But we always start with a question. Okay. And this question is the predominant question that created the theme for the whole show. Okay. And that is, arguably, what is the one thing in life, the most challenging thing in life you've had to overcome? And then the best thing about it is how did you overcome it? The best thing, well, the worst thing, most often, the most challenging thing was uh, my mindset being institutionalized the second time. Wow. And being reintroduced back into society. Okay. Because All right. you have those uh, stipulations and, and, and when you believe a lot of things that you can't accomplish anymore because you've made a dumb choice again. Got you. Okay. So we'll just assume you, you got um, incarcerated at some point, at least twice. It don't matter how many times, but at least twice. And the hardest part about it was realizing that you messed up again. Yes. But when you messed up the second time, here's for the viewers who don't realize now what you've become. How did you overcome it? It's the fun part. I got around some different people. Wow. I got an amazing mentor. And I decided to do the work. Most people don't want to do the work because it's uncomfortable. Hmm. So, yeah. And God is amazing. And your life changed just because your environment changed. Absolutely. Your mentor showed you some new things. Yes. Um, new habits, new principles. So we're going to talk about all of that. So, Kayla, check this out. You're going to like this part. The format for the show is simple. First, we ask that question. Then we're going to fast forward to the end and kind of give everybody a sneak peek into what you're doing now. You got a lot of young ladies out there who've either been to jail or in and out of jail or some have actually been to prison and actually served time. And they don't believe that they can make it. They think the world has ended. They don't believe that anything is possible other than being institutionalized. What are you doing now that saved your life and helping so many people out there in the world? Um, not believing the lies because they want you to stay stuck so you can come back in the system so they can make money off of you, first of all. Okay. And then uh, you just got to want to do something different. Like, you just got to know you dope regardless. <laughs> you got to know it. You know what I mean? You got to know you dope if, uh, with, with by, by any means necessary and get around some people that speak life into you. Okay, so she's so positive and optimistic no, I mean, I'm sorry. and humble, <laughs> which I like at the same time. But I want you to tell them what you do for a living. I am a, I am a celebrity massage therapist. Why don't you just say it? Say it. Okay. <laughs> like she said, it's okay to let people know that you massage people with big bucks. Okay. It's okay. So you're a celebrity massage therapist. So yes. We're going to get into yes. that, right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Yes. All right. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to the end. But let's work our way backwards. Okay. You got locked up at what age? We're talking about a checker pass. Just so everybody knows. We're talking about a long time ago. We ain't talking about last week, okay? Um, a long time ago. What did you get locked up for and how old were you? Man, I was 17. Okay. I was at North Clayton High School. And um, someone brought me the head math department's information. I didn't know it because when you hustle, you don't worry about the name. You just want to worry about the work and get to the money. So my first case was, I was 17, and um, I was into fraud, forgery, identity fraud. Um, oh, I was wow. at Cobb Mall having a great time. And um, yeah, then I went back to school. Um, we we turned everything, but then I went back because I got greedy, and I got locked up. So that's the first time? Yep. So you, you got away with it a few times, and then you got locked up? Yes. Okay. It started, uh, I was a single mom. Um, one of my girlfriends is Asian. I had an Asian and a white chick. 
kind of turned me on to the game. Okay. And I was under them for a little while. She was like, just come go with me. And she just showed me some things. And I was like, oh, okay. So at first I started out as a, as a great worker. And then I upgraded because I, I really felt like I knew a little bit more than they did. And um, assembled a nice team. And uh, yeah, I started delivering furniture. And I mean, I was your name it, go-to person. So you 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 kind of you hit in other words you hitting the stores retail mm -hmm. and selling the stuff on the streets. Mm -hmm. That's where it started. Okay. Um, got a little more cockier and then uh, met some different people. Um, I used to like the dope boys, so you know you, we have a networking of people. <laughs> and uh, you know everybody underground. <laughs> um, then I started meeting some people that worked uh, at Nations Bank. Oh wow. So uh, and another thing, don't always think it's people in the bushes or in your trash looking. I got all my information from uh, the bank manager. I just paid very well for the information. So when you're submitting your documents, please don't ever think that it's some low turning, usually it's an inside, more than like it's always an inside job. Wow. And then I got the information from the dealerships. So my thing was, I'm gonna become you. And when it comes down, you're gonna have a problem trying to prove who you are. Mm. Because I have now become you and I've changed everything about you. So yeah. So you would take my identity, for example, yeah. or somebody's identity, become me. Now I'm stuck trying to prove it's not me, and you're going about your business. Yeah, I'm one of the reasons that Walmart has changed a lot of their return, AutoZone, Kmart, um, the pink copies they used to have for the ID. Oh, gotcha. The, no longer. We can't use that no more because of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. Um, Long time ago. Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Western Union. You know what I mean? You go make up an ID, and that's why the machines are turned backwards now. Because you used to be able to look, catch it, go in a car, do it again. Then I started making cars. Like, I've always actually been making, actually making credit making cards? Making credit cards. Really? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. You got the plastic, the swiper, yeah, I mean, the em embroidery? Machine, yeah. And then um, I started making cash, too. Counterfeit. Nice printers and... It got, it, it, it became addictive. It was, I was really, I was, I won't even say good because I got caught. Right. I would say I was pretty decent with it. Right. But yeah, when I think about it, it's just like, wow, you were nuts. Okay, wait a minute. Let's, let's prevent some theft. <laughs> let, no, no, let's prevent some okay. theft real quick. So a person can actually take the, a car, have an embossed or embroidery machine, yeah, you machine, and you're putting somebody else's. Uh, strip on it. Mm -hmm. So you got somebody else's numbers, strip. How do you make a credit card not, with somebody not, else's information? Not always. Okay, how does it work? I, if you know the basis of the numbers, sometimes I've actually just been fortunate to run numbers that just was good. I don't know who they long to. I don't know who it is because you got to realize back then, I don't know now because the right, game it's, it's has changed yeah, tremendously. Yeah, digital, yeah. But uh, we'll start with like a, a, a check. So okay. your checks decline when you run it through telecheck. But if you have the right ink margins line it up it's gonna slide through the machine but when they call and be like hey you need to call somebody you just know to give them six numbers I, i've been on the phone talk i'm talking to my home girl and i'm like well i'm talking to telecheck now and it's just you have to be, have that conversation you know, to get people to do as we're as i've been taught by my mentor getting people to move without touching them okay <laughs> okay gotcha well, your mentor didn't teach you that at the no, time. No, 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 I don't want to make sure. Okay, no, gotcha. Because that sounds like something I would tell you. <laughs> well, yes, that, those are things you have said before. Right. Great information. Yes, sir. In your older days. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm just joking definitely. with you. Okay, definitely. okay, so. And then the machines, you just would, you would, you could order the machines. They would run about like five grand. And then you have the embroider. You can, you buy, you can buy blank cards. And you could just, you know, I was, I just, I would become anybody I wanted to. Right. And then after a while, you kind of get in character. Um, I remember um, the there was a really bust in Decatur. <laughs> the entire bank was full of people. I thought busy. That's why I can get in. Everybody was in there was for me. What? Uh huh. When the I fans. sat, yeah. When I sat down to. <laughs> finally write it because I had this thing I was so stupid like it's so many oh my god so many stories. looking back of course yeah so um I mean I had this thing where I would leave you like a odd number you know because I wouldn't take all of it okay, anything gotcha. under 10,000 you know they gonna call so I'd be like nine nine eight two just nine 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 you know what I mean right. so I walk out the bank and you know what I mean like it, it was just hitting it every day like it was it was good I've made a lot of money but I didn't have any structure with it we just had the club kicking it just how long did you get away with it, roughly, the first time? Oh, man. Mm, 
I say about maybe, maybe I think about five years. About five years. Yeah, five now, years. Then now, I did you know did some time, got out, and then you know you you still you, what you guys have to stop thinking about is stop looking at it like uh, when 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 am I get caught? Because a lot of people, a lot of us live like we just gonna do it till they catch us. Right. Start just using your brain like no, you, it's a game. You'll never it, you'll never win. You're right. Never, you're, it's not gonna happen. It's, oh, well, we're gonna talk about consequences. We we, we got to talk about consequences because <laughs> my favorite line I use this all the time when I sit down with people in, in, in on the podcast is it's a line from Ti. Right. Let me issue this statement: No way should reflection be mistaken for glorif- for glorification. Yep. Right. So we're not glorifying the life at all. No, no, no. no because no. we're gonna talk about the consequences of that, and the five year run was not worth everything that you probably had to pay back. The time that you end up doing, the mental uh, strife that you put your family through, mm-hmm. there are consequences to doing crime. Oh, yeah. But let's talk about the day, Kayla. You go into the bank, and you said everybody in here was for you. In other words, the, the, the block is hot now. The gig is up. What happened? Let me tell you, this is the, the night before, I got a phone call, and it was like, don't go to the bank. That's because one of the guys we was dealing with, he was, it was an agent. He was sleeping with her. So she's telling what's happening, but I'm cocky. He told I, the agent told you not to go. No, his 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 that was his old lady. Okay, she said don't so go. So she told him. He told the guy that I was her, you know, getting down with. He Lord rest his soul. He was murdered. I'll tell you about that. But anyway, um, we I wasn't supposed to go. Okay, don't go tomorrow. It's not a good move. Don't do it. You, but I am so I'm good. I'm thinking I'm better than the than the police gotcha. than the feds. I'm gotcha. better. So I knew something wasn't right because that morning I got up, I took off all my jewelry. You know, I used to be stunting. And I took off all my jewelry, natural, just nothing looking, you know, looking real crazy. Um, it was interesting because I went and to the bank and I'm going to go make a very large withdrawal. And it's a lot. It's like I pull up, I sit for a minute because I'm there before it even opens just to kind of scope it out and see what's going on. <laughs> Early. On Mountain Industrial. And... <laughs> Um, yeah, I go in, I sit down, branch manager comes, talks, da, da, da. Okay, we just need you to sign this paper. So is that. <laughs> FBI, GBI, get out. I'm like, it's just me. Hold on. Then I tried to play the, I'm in here, somebody doing it. I smoke dope. You know, just a mute. I smoke dope. I smoke dope. I don't know what I'm doing. They're like, no, nah, we don't watch you too much. That ain't going to work. Wow. You know, so they take me down to, the, at that time, you know, the Russell, Russell building. And they, it's crazy. They, they pulling me out you know dudes are coming in and stuff you know him you know him because i wouldn't talk i'm not a snitch right but they would pull me in and be like you know him i'm not shot out from college park i don't know you i don't know you i don't know you i'll be over off old now i don't know you right. and after we did this tip for tat you know what i mean finally i you know get you on a weekend you're on a bond but it was you go i went in the bank and sat down i didn't even go to the teller you know that they it was getting that special privilege because i was moving numbers but yeah so they come out, FBI, GBI, you try to act like yeah. you smoking drugs or whatever. Yeah, like I'm doing this for somebody else. Okay, got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Man, And I was crazy. supposed to go meet my buddy because, like I said, we were splitting the money now. Me and him, we were partners. But I never came. I mean, that was just always my thing. If I go somewhere and you don't hear from me when you're supposed to at that scheduled time, if I hit you up a little later, you already know what it is. Don't you answer that phone? You hit, yeah. I'm the police now. Right. So I'm not calling you. I, You know, I, I just, that was my, my thing. Like, what am I telling you for? I got caught. Right. I got I just, you. I'm, my granddaddy always just taught me, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Now, you don't want to do them numbers when they throw them at you. You be, ooh-wee. What's the you highest, what's the most time you were facing? 45 years. 45 years. Mm-hmm. What does a 17-year-old no, that, say? No, that's the second time. Okay, that's the second time. All right. What was the most time you were facing that first time? Um, Seven. Seven years. Mm-hmm. Did you did you go to trial or did you plead? Um, I plead out. I got okay. me a beautiful, an amazing Jew lawyer. I still got him, but I don't use him like that. We still have friends now. <laughs> and he's proud of me, guys. You don't use him for that anymore. No, yeah, okay. No, no, no. Okay. So you, you plead you play to what? Uh, I play, Well, if, when we first had, I had like, I had like um, 19 felonies, 17 misdemeanors. He got them all broke down like eight nine charges okay gotcha. so what happened is i got under the first offenders act good at least okay. you had you hadn't done it before however you get you you're just stupid because you got away you know it's like a snap on the wrist right 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 oh i got this as long as i got some bond my mindset as long as i got some bond money i'm good you didn't learn your lesson you didn't at all to the judge i remember that day it was like no bond like excuse me what <laughs> <laughs> I, 
no, I, I have cash. Like, I have cash. You want cash? Like, I, no. Night. No, no bond. Did you have to pay everything back? Restitution? Yes and no. A couple times I did, a couple times I didn't. Okay, gotcha. So, um, yes. And then I went to different states. So, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> you international at this point. I was really, yeah, I was just stupid, reckless. Okay, so let me ask you this real quick. The first time you're 17, did you ever say to yourself, I'm not doing this again. I, I learned my lesson. Did you say it and then end up going back? Or you always was like, okay, y'all got me this time, but I'm underage. I got first time offenders. I'm not going to do that much time. Did you ever regret it? Or did you automatically say, I know now what to do next time? I would say, I know now. I know what to do. I was, I was blessed to be a spoiled kid. Hmm. So I was more mad at, you got me. I'm going to show y'all. Got you. Because y'all told me no. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to. I, I stupid. I wanted to prove a point. You know what I mean? Because there was a. It was this little girl that just wanted to be, wanted people to pay her attention. You think that's what it boiled down to? Yeah. I now now that I know, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to matter because, I I was making sure people were straight. I was in a sense. I was buying love. Mm. You know. Yeah, I was buying love. I really was. Wow. I really was, yeah. So you said we'll get back to it. The gentleman that was in it with you at the time, he ended up getting killed? Yeah. What happened? We went to, uh, <laughs> we went to Biloxi. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm older now. This is, a, mm, this is 90, 90, 96, 97. And um, money's really good. And we went to uh, Biloxi. It was down there. It was I think that the hotel at the time before Katrina's called. Like I think it's the presidential or something. We down there. We kicking it. We balling or whatever. And we were supposed to come pick up some work because um, I've been down, you know, down down in New Orleans working too. And he, it was just interesting. That night he called me and was like, you know, I love you. I appreciate you. To this day, my mom thinking in witness protection. I think he's dead because there was a funeral. I didn't go. I didn't go to the funeral. Okay. Um. I didn't go because they separated us and, I mean, I talk about it now, they separated us and intended to get rid of me too, but it didn't work out in his favor. He'll never walk again, but, you know, things happen. Yeah. Now, I usually follow <laughs> stories pretty well. <laughs> okay, now, if you can't talk about this, don't talk about it. But let me just say, now I heard the word work. So now we out of the credit card game, we in the drug game? No, 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 no. We still in the credit cards. We, we okay. get them because we get them from the bank, like really, really okay. fresh, clear back office. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? No, it was a bunch of work for us, IDs. Okay. And cars and stuff to match it. Okay, gotcha. And yeah. when I went to the location with him, um, when he came back in, he had a box, and I didn't understand it. You know, we was trying to be grown. Right. And uh, the box had a lot of IDs of all kinds of other people and me. But you shouldn't have a box like this. Okay. And as things, you know, there was, there was a gun under the mattress, I mean, under the pillow. And, you know, I shot him. I did. I shot him. And my partner here, I love you to death, he made sure I got back to Atlanta. You know what I mean? Why'd and you shoot him? Because he was trying to kill me. Okay. That was the purpose, to leave the work there and get rid of me. So um, I didn't know what happened to my friend. I'm dealing with my situation. All I know is when I got back to my hotel where I was, I got a phone call and said, he's dead. The one you shot? No. My friend. Your friend? Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> Follow me, my friend. <laughs> I'm trying. So I called my guy that I was with, and the first thing he asked me was like, did you kill him? I was like, hell no. I what? No. I, I don't know what happened. I called my homeboy. He, he's a wonderful deacon now in the word, but... Oh. He made sure I got back. I got on a Greyhound because I didn't want to fly. I was scared. I was. It, I, I. I had. I don't know what was happening. Okay. When I got back here, and my uh, guy I was dating, my ex, he came, make sure, and he said, "Yeah, he is dead. What happened?" Okay. So the thing about it was, people were like, "Did you ever talk to the?" Fit? I was like, "No, nobody came and talked to me. We had a little spot off of um, Bankhead, a beeper spot. Okay. I went over there, talked to one of his partners, and they was like, "Hey, just don't come around here no more. Now he's buried over there off MLK, but." I don't know what happened. I just know the last conversation we had was weird. And he just told me that, you know, I love you. I appreciate you. The one and, that got killed. Yes. Okay. But my mom to this day said they had a conversation. She believes he's in witness protection. So if you are, I miss you. But, you know, 
Okay, got you. Okay, why did the why did the guy that you shot how did why did that turn violent? Why was he trying to kill you? I was a female. I was the weakest link. They always think the female is the weakest link, and they had some heavy heat on them. And he tried to kill you how? We were being grown, and I happened to reach my hand under the pillow. Oh, got you. I felt it. You felt it. It shouldn't have been there, and it had a silencer on it. So why is there? So you shot him with his own gun? Yeah. He didn't die. No. He can't walk again. He paralyzed. Okay. Did you get charged for that? Nope. Never. Nope. Got I call my lawyer though. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. They wind up going to prison. Okay, got you. Yeah, they okay. wind up going to prison, but no. I mean, this is this is really the scene from Harlem Night. <laughs> no. I mean, you remember you remember uh, Jasmine Guy? You know, he reached for the gun. Oh, my God. No, and... no, no. It, it, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I really am telling the truth. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, you reached for the gun, no, and Eddie said no, and then Eddie well, turned I around. I correlated and the... it. I swear to God, I never correlated yeah, it. Yeah, this is Harlem Nights. No, well, you okay. the real deal? You oh, the first Jasmine Guy? I, I, I'll take that. Yeah. Kayla, that's crazy. Yeah, it was. Okay, so before it we was. get... we You talk about turning tribulations into celebrations. My goodness, I didn't even know that story. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot of people don't <laughs> write <probably>. a book. <laughs> All right, yeah, you got, we got to write the book. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, this whole thing is about about the therapy and the results that you now have as a result of having gone through these storms. Yeah. Right. And inspiring others who've been in similar situations, they can draw their own parallels, but inspiring others to see that you can still sit here after having those kind of things happen to you, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's talk to the young ladies out here. What in the world would make you go through time, doing time once? You told me it was, you, you wanted to show them that, hey, y'all didn't get me. Um, I'm mad at you guys. What made you go back? I hadn't learned my lesson. You know, I, I, uh, for some reason, we, I guess the era I was in and in the lifestyle, because like I said, I used to dance, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be in that life. And it's like, you know, it was kind of like a badge of honor when you go do some time. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, oh, that's conversation. You know, oh, oh, yeah, he, he, he down the road. You know what I'm saying? Right. She, she down there. Oh, she doing it. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, it was cool to go to prison. Like, who does that? And why do you think I culture, why do you think we celebrate that kind of stuff? Why do you think it's cool? Why do you think we celebrate? It's cool to date a dope boy. It's cool to go to prison. Oh, yeah, he'll be out in a minute. He, you know, we throw the party when he get out. The mobsters get the movies. I, the gangsters get the documentaries. Why do you think that is? I, I, I honestly now think it's because uh, we, we believe that. Because I wanted to be Tony Montana myself. <laughs> Even when I was using drugs, like, I would, uh, yeah, I used to like to do powder. I mean, yeah. I do did, did it become an addiction? Yes, I did an eight ball a day. Did you really? Yeah, I wasn't playing. Kayla, you lucky to be alive. Yeah. How? All this burnt. I mean, all this gone. Like, I really, you couldn't, like, it, it, it was just the, the, the cockiness. Like, I really felt I was a superhero. Like, right. I could. And it was a mask because I had such, I had a rough childhood. Like, right. you know what I mean? And I was always just trying to find validation. And if they'll look at me, if they'll see me, I'm somebody. So I think for people that, you know, like that lifestyle is glorified. I mean, even in the music, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's cool to be disrespected. It's cool to be disrespectful. It's just, I just think it's, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I just hate that that's something that we think or thought was cool because at the end of the day, I, you know, out of everything I went through, I have a rocky relationship with my son. Mm. See, now we're talking about the consequences. He's grown, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't. Because he, he seen, you know, I don't know what it's like for my mama to go to jail. My mama never went to jail, let alone prison. Right, right. Twice. Right. right. You know, I, I don't know the psychological effect of that. You know, I have gotten all of us counseling several times. And then I was married and found out he's homosexual. So it was a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? They've been through a lot. But when my daughter came, I'm a whole different person now. Mm. But my son has seen me young, immature, Going violent. Through. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... We, we just, some people just accept it. And then some people just don't want to do no better. They just feel like that's all they have. Gotcha. And I just always knew, I always knew I wanted to be wealthy. I knew I always wanted to uh, help others though. You know, cause when I was doing my thing, I made sure a lot of people were straight. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So when I did have the, t- you know, a lot of people never told on me. Right, right. Because I looked out, you know, but it, it, it's just, I don't know. We just really doing, I feel like during that era, they just thought it was cool. Like to this day, sometimes I have to explain I, why I, you know, I have a, I'm, I'm a felon. I have to explain that. My daughter gets so mad. Why do they always ask you that? You just, yeah. That bothers her. Right. But I'm like, sweetie, it is what it is. Right. Like, this is what I did. You know what I mean? But, 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 but they don't have to ask you that. Yes, they do. They do. This is their establishment. I have the, yes, they do. They, they need to know They can decide whether or not they, that yes. matters. Yes. So, so how do you, how do you overcome the drug addiction? I found out I was pregnant. Mm. And I figured she was probably, I didn't know it was a she. I figured the child was going to have special needs. If you kept going. Yeah. So I stopped. Cold turkey. I haven't looked back. It's been 23 years. I really? Stop. Like, that's the whole thing. That's how I know how strong I am. That's like even even in even in, even in prison. You know what I mean? I was smoking cigarettes for a little bit, and you can't smoke no more. And I'm like, I'm not gonna smoke no more. So you just kicked it. Yeah. They're like, you can't do it. Watch me. Right. So when I really get my mind to something, you, psh, yeah. That's the power of it. Yeah. It, it is. It, you know what it really shows you? It shows you that you'll do more for somebody else than you will yourself. Yeah. Because if you're able to stop cold turkey. Okay, I'm pregnant. I'm not going to hurt my child. Okay, I stopped. You know what that really means? It wasn't even really a habit. It, it wasn't an addiction. Gotcha. It was a habit. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Little, yeah, yeah it wasn't an addiction. I think about that. Yes, yeah, I, was will, a, I will say a habit now. I will no longer say it was addiction. Okay, yeah, yeah, you had a habit. Because yeah, if I you mean, kicked it just because you made a conscious decision that yeah. I'm going to stop right now, I'm not knocking people to have an addiction. Don't take me wrong. Okay, but okay. I'm saying your power of the mind is I'm stopping consciously right now because I have a child. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's amazing. That's the power of the mind. Yeah. So talk to me now about turning the corner. What was the pivotal point in your life where you said the life of crime is over for me? I'm going legit. Well, the I had a this is <laughs> I had a charge in another state. OK, I'm going back and forth to court. I've never really ran from anything. OK. But because of my past, them numbers they was talking, I was like, ooh, what? Like, hold on, I ain't never been in, this is my thing, I ain't never been in trouble in y'all state. Hold on, I can get a fresh start. I've never done anything here. But federal's federal. When I tell you they start talking them numbers. 45. I call, I never forget, I called my mom. And I said, hey, man, I said, I, I'm, on, I'm on one bond myself because I bonded myself out. I said, you on the other? I said, I don't. I don't know. I I never see I will never see my kids like I won't see my kids grab. I won't see my son grab. I won't I don't know. You know what I mean? For real. I was like, and all thing like mommy said, hey, uh, we ain't having this conversation. I love you, but it's a choice you gotta make. So she was done. You know what I'm saying? Not really, indirectly. I don't know if she thought somebody was I don't know. She still rock with me. Right. But she's a little distant because, you know, she's a licensed professional. Like, a lot, a lot at stake. Right, right. I had to sat, sat in my car. I was outside the courthouse, and I'm like, and I came back to Georgia. So I'm on the run for, for a minute. And God rest my homegirl, she's deceased. She died. And she, <laughs> she worked at the county office. Like, I always had somebody a plug. She would run my name every month. To so see we what's would know. Right. You know what I mean? She ran my name. So I'm in East Point. I want to apply for my massage license because I finished massage school. I had really started getting my life together because I felt when they catch me, at least I have, I'm doing something. I'm not just doing nothing. I'm not just on the run. I am. But the thing was, I thought about if you're really, really looking, if you know me, I'm going to be with my kids. So if you really want me, just follow my kids. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like I said, I just feel like God was just working some things out, honestly. Okay. So, uh... We go in there and I'm dumb enough to go and apply because she told me it was good. She's sitting there. Clear on, on the computer says she's clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she went with me. That's how stupid she was because okay. she worked at, at, at Clayton County okay. <laughs> in the okay. sheriff's department. So <laughs> She went with you to apply for the license. Yeah, she's sitting on the bench while I go up there and sit my name down. So where I found out because at the time her mom was a state representative. So they, I found out what the problem was, what made them triggered off. I, I told them I stayed out of, I was born out of state. Okay. If I, well, I ain't gonna say that because I might tell, anyway. That's okay. So I, yeah, by me saying I was out of state, they did the nationwide. It just so happened, I guess that's the day it decided to pop up. It pulled up. So I just start seeing how the environment start changing. <laughs> I'm talking about they coming, slowly but surely inching. And I looked 
at her and I said, hey, I put my keys. I said, today's the day. And she's like, huh? And I dropped my keys and I said, tell, tell, tell my kids I love them. And she's like, what are you, what are you, you know, what are you, what are you talking? And I kicked the keys to her because she drove, you know, I drove, I had my mom's car. My mom right. had to be at work, you know. Right. Was, and they said, Kayla Evans. You at the massage place? Mm-mm, I'm at the, no, no, I'm getting a background check in East Point. Oh, at, you know, the, they, at the facility. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, okay, gotcha. And gotcha. they had it, yeah, so. They flipped over quick and said, we got her. Yeah. Okay. So I sat in, um, I sat in Rice Street for, good gosh. I sat in Rice Street for quite a while because um, my lawyer was fighting an extra extradition. Right. And I mean, we, I, I think I sat, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think I sat for like a couple of months. And finally they had like 10 days to come and get me. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. getting real comfortable. <laughs> they came and got me day 10, like at night. At night, come day on. 10, yeah. So To take you back to the state. Yeah. What state? Uh, I went to Missouri. Missouri, okay. And then they take you out, you know what I mean? And when I got locked up, it was uh, June, 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 yeah, June-ish, mm-hmm. July. And when I got out, it was like winter time. I got out on a linen suit. And I remember being going through Hartsville because, you know, that was humiliating because I seen a couple of partners that were they're like, hey, but they don't know I'm handcuffed. And I'm like, hey, you going through the airport? Yeah. Yeah. And when you go through, you know how, you know, when you go through, you go through the little thing, you go through that little round area. That's Homeland. They walk you straight through and you got guards on both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they got they, you know, the more you got marshals. Yeah. And it was <laughs> it was so humiliating. What was the most humiliating part was being on a plane. You get on a plane first. Mm-hmm. They put you all the way in the back the pilot has to come and see who's on the plane. Mm-hmm. And that was just so humiliating. Then they let the, you know, people on or whatever. And I guess the vibe, I've never been, you know, I ain't gonna run from you. I'm not gonna embarrass myself. And they were very nice agents after a while, but that that was to me humiliating. To take you in cuffs and shackles from Atlanta to go get the warrant taken care of in Missouri. Mm-hmm. You and they don't fly. take you straight through. You don't do it nonstop. Cause you might, they dig in, they take you to Dallas, you sit down. We kind of, we went to go get something to eat and it was interesting. We sitting down, they have one, you know, loose so I can eat. And they were nice, lady gave me her jacket. Like we, they, they were polite cause right. I was polite. Right. And a little kid was trying to, you know, talk to me and this and that and this and that. And the parent finally seen it. And the way she reacted. You started cuffs. I was humiliated. Right. Right. Like that really was like, yeah. So then, you know, you go, you, you go through that and yeah. And then when I first arrived at the facility, I mean, I'm in the county for quite some time. I'm in the county for about a year. Then when I finally go to the facility, the first day I'm there, a chick died. Wow, from what? <laughs> she had a seizure. Oh, wow. And, you know, in my mind, I'm still because I've been in I've been a civilian still or whatever. I'm, I haven't been locked up like y'all. I mean, yeah, I've been in here, but I'm still living in. I'm in Atlanta. Right. I got Steve Harvey in the morning in my ear on my radio. And that's the man. It kind of really brought me back to my senses, listening mm. to him in the morning, like for real, because I was mad at God. Mm. But um, I'm trying to go because I'm CPR trained. Mm. But I'm an offender. How dare you? I'm not an offender. I broke the law, but I'm still not understanding. Like, you trying to help her? Yeah, you can't do that. And mm. I watched her die, and I'm like, <laughs> day one. Yeah, first day. Yeah, then it was an outbreak of lice. At the I'm prison, like, man, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> like you just, you gotta be kidding me. Yes, but we went to Chow, and we go to Chow, and I'll never forget it. I think I'm having a panic attack. Honestly, from, from what? Just the the change going somewhere okay. you know i don't know where i'm going just because i ain't know nobody you know i made some people you, you know you meet people you when you're there but the i, <laughs> I remember going in and i'm having a, a moment like i feel it you know my ladies that i was in the rooms with or whatever at the time it's like you know you don't look good you don't look good i'm feeling crazy but i'm like i'm here i don't know nobody i go to the guard excuse me sir um may i get some air he looking at me like have you lost your mind and i'm like may i get some air I don't feel well. He was like, I said, sir, I'm from, I'm from Atlanta. I don't know none of these girls. Mm. If I fall out in here, they're gonna think I'm the weakest link. I'm not trying to run nowhere. I'm just trying not to pass out in front of them. Mm. And he looked at me like I was crazy, but he let me out of there. To get some air. 
He did. I got it together for a minute, sat down again, and it went through it again. You know, I got back up. Sir, he let me out again. He said, hey, you don't look good. He told me what to do. I went and did that, wound up getting moved to medical, and was in there with a bed and the TV and was able to call my mom when most folks was in, in, in O-R-O. You, 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 you had a chance to get a little break. <laughs> yes. So, so wait, wait, <laughs> talk to me about the lice outbreak. How do you deal with a lice outbreak? How do you handle that? I, um, well, the way they, it's, you, you can't buy, you can only buy certain, well, the, when you, how do we say, it's like a process and where you go through, I guess, like a diagnostic. Okay. They give you testing to see before they put you on a population. So y'all are in a certain area away from the general pop. The area that has the lice is contained or something? You don't know it's there yet. Okay. You, yeah, but it start gumping from room to room because people are coming from different counties in this one dorm. Lice. You know what I mean? Now, I'm fortunate. I didn't because they moved me. Right. But it started traveling around. And, you know, when you met people coming out in general population, when I got there, you start... They start telling you the stories. I was like, ooh, I'm sure glad I missed that one. You, got, you know, you got black women with nice hair, but you got to use these products and their hair stripping, falling. It was like, oh, gosh. Wow. It was, yeah. It was crazy because, um, I mean, the, the guards was, the girls was getting pregnant. I mean, it was. By the guards? Yeah, it was wild, yeah. What's the craziest thing you saw in the prison? Craziest thing you saw or experienced? There's this. I, I think he's retired now. I don't know. I didn't like him. I didn't perform. His energy was terrible. He was a, I believe, a sergeant, a lieutenant. I, I can't say what his rank was. I don't remember. But he would come in and he would harass, he would harass me. I didn't know. There's a certain way they pat you down. Mm -hmm. I'm used to being in jail. I pat down. I don't be tripping. I know you're just looking for something. But there was a certain way they pat you down. And he liked to always grab me and pat me down. Um, he would call me out in what we call the rotunda. Okay. And he would tell me, go down that hallway. Now, this is the hallway where the counselors and stuff are. Okay. It's nighttime. Ain't no counselors down there, and it's a dark hallway. Okay. I'm not going down this hallway. With you? Not at all. Right. Not at all. Do you want me to send you to the hole? And I would just stand back, put my hands behind my back, like, hey, sir, if that's what you want to do, like, I'm not going down. There's nothing down for me in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Nothing's down the hallway. He would come in. I mean, it, it was just... The blessing out of all of that is one of the guards was a undercover reporter and they wrote an article and, you know, he's no longer there, which is a blessing. You know what he I'm saying? He definitely was going to yeah, violate you. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. And then, like I said, because he would like you have you have dorms where women take drugs for mental health. So, mm -hmm. you know, they out of it. They can't. Mm -hmm. He would it'd be raining. He want us to come stand outside and. Dude, we chicks. Like, what is happening to you? Right, 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 right. Like, yo, as we there's, have we seen a crack pipe fall out his pocket one time. He done whooped on his wife on the ground. I'm like, and he where? worked for the institution. Listen to me. I'm like, where am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> you ever get you ever get into a fight? Uh, in the county, I have. You did? Yeah. Over what? What happened? She just disrespected me. What's disrespect? Which time? <laughs> um, no, I'm saying you got in a fight more than once or somebody disrespected you more than once? I, I got in a fight more than once. I don't bother nobody. I'm pretty cool. But certain stuff you have to um, do. Now, when I was young, I got beat up in the cab. Oh, yeah, I ain't going to lie to you. How? What happened? Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? 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 Why did you get beat up? Oh. Um, was it more than one? One on one before straight they built, It was just one time. Before no, they, I'm saying a fair one? No, she snuck up on me. Okay, all right. She snuck up on me with a sock and lock. Just, yeah, it was ugly. But that's why I got in here. But um, it was he say, we say. I didn't understand the jail culture. If I buy some chips and honey buns, y'all welcome to it. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I, I'm not acclimated. Right. I, I don't care here. You want something. But I didn't realize, like, this is how these people are living. Right, right, so right. So I had one little friend. I forget her, I forget her name. She kind of, I guess, felt a little jealous or whatever. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole environment, you know what I mean? I'm learning what studs are and stuff like that, and I didn't understand it. And one girl got jealous, thought I wanted her girlfriend or boyfriend, and uh, it was some he say, we say. I'm in the shower, and it's dark, and I walked in that shower, and she, she beat me up. She with a lot? She beat me up. Yes, she beat me up bad. Wow. I went uh, to the door. Can you just move me? They moved me to the other side. And um, I still have a wonderful friend to this day, uh, Renee. 
when they saved my life, for real. Because I ain't going to lie, I ain't know nothing about that. She got the girl up off you? No, we was just in another dorm. Oh, okay, I moved over there, Renee kind of took me under her wing. Okay, got you. You know what I mean? Because I ain't going to lie, I was like, they was like, you got to handle this. You finna go to the penitentiary. Right. They going to work. I didn't, I didn't fight. I'm like, no. Right. I'm cute. We don't fight. You know what I'm saying? But this is a different environment, Kayla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you one more thing. We got we to promote your business. We got to talk about um, what you do now. We, we talked a lot about the tribulations. Sorry. but No, no, no. You're fine. No. I mean, the, the whole thing is about getting the story out. And it's about having young women understand that there's an end to this. We got to talk about this real quick. Okay. The consequences that that life had on your son. What, how did you see it manifest? Because mm. I want people to understand it ain't all good. You got fight in jail. You got uh, correction officers that trying to take advantage of you. They smoking crack themselves. They're trying to tell you what to do. It ain't all good. What? You get out and what are you seeing? How's your son behaving? How have you seen that affect him? Well, he was in the streets for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of just saw him going down a path that I did not prefer. But then he loves music. So he does, you know, he raps and, and things and has a box truck company now. I'm so proud of you. Nice. Um, but our, our, our relationship, and I, I've seen how he's treated some of the ladies in his life. Mm. Anger? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think that even some of the quality of the women he's chosen, I, I think, did I, what did I do wrong? Gotcha. And as a mother, you just don't think anybody's good enough for your son. Sorry, right. you just don't. Um, but we're not we're not where I would like to be. Okay. You know what I mean? And it was a conversation I had with you years ago, and and a lot of the trainings that you do, they've helped me in my personal life with family. Hmm. It's just all how you look at it instead of me rah 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 rah. Son, tell me what you was thinking when you did X, Y, and Z. Listen, yeah. Oh, my, well. So it's now how I communicate. I'm learning to be a better communicator with him instead of just being that rind, that nagging in his ear because I started seeing some of the women like, hey, is that what I did? Because gotcha. I don't like this. is abuse. I don't, you're being abused. Why are you, why is she talking to you like this? You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah. So, yeah, definitely um, it has an effect. It, it does have an effect. And then, you know, you have the moments where they, you can't tell me nothing. And then, like, I used to see women tell their kids, you know, I'm at the doctor. And then you wonder why your kid's spazzing out when it's time to go to the doctor. Well, you went to the doctor and you never came home for four or five years. Why would you do that? Because you told them that's where you were going? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, this not me, but just seeing other People, women. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. I'm I got like, you. why I got would you? Say I'm going to the doctor. Yeah. And then the child thinks you're going to be truth. back. Yeah, I got Like, you. I am very raw. I'm... I'm one of those parents, like, I don't sugarcoat it because my job for my kids is I'm going to give you every tool I got. You will never sit down with anybody and say, man, my mom ain't tell. Yes, I did. I just chose. You just chose not to listen. Mm. Everything I get, I, I just poured into my kids. So we're going to be all right. But like yeah. I said, I, he has to find his way, not my way. Got you. You know, so. Yeah. Why, why were you mad at God? Why did you blame God? Instead of taking responsibility at the time, was that was he a, because why I was, was he getting because I was getting I was getting it together, and it just didn't go my way. So you mad at Ben upstairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I was for a long time, and I mean, I have my my family deep in ministry. You know what I'm saying? We my family has a church here in the city, and I really everything we had been taught. I was just I was just mad. I was just mad and just didn't want to deal with it. Was me. And how did you and how did you get how did you stop being mad at God? Would you realize it's not his fault? Honestly, yes, you need to be happy. I said if I ever saw him, I would tell him. I would listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show when he was here, and I had the headphones on. And you know, he would do like his inspirational moments. Mm-hmm. It just got to the point where it it would speak so much into me, and then I finally just broke and cried and let it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I started just working on me. You know what I mean? And when I say just the the mindset, then I start talking to the young ladies while I was there. I just start letting him use me. Mm. You know, sometimes like, girl, I can't believe I did. Girl, you wouldn't think about them kids when you was doing stop it. Got you. Don't we? We not we not finna do that. Right. You hit them right. You hit yeah. Them right we not, we're not finna do that. And everybody can't, you know, deal with that. That's why I. I can communicate with my hands because sometimes when I open up, it's, it's a it's a bit much. Mm. But I just I've seen and been through too much. Like what we not going to do is play. 
<laughs> you know what? You said something interesting. You said you've seen, you've seen and been through too much. I wonder how this kind of stuff affects people. You said you were married and you found out he was homosexual. Uh-huh. During the marriage or after the marriage? Or is that what ended the marriage? During the marriage. Really? Yeah. How does that affect your relationships moving forward? Does it, is it a trust factor? Did he come to you and tell you? Did no, he get busted? I, I saw something I didn't want to see. Really? Yeah. How long were y'all married? Three years. We was together. We was together. We was together four. We was married three. He was a really good stepfather, though, for the kids. Right. But, nah. How does something like that affect you moving forward? How do you get over something like that? Well, I didn't want a chick. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, cause no, cause there are a lot of women that are hurt and they're so hurt that they oh, just give up on the men. Oh, okay, they'll, gotcha. they'll, they'll go do that. Um, well, I had a nervous breakdown. Did you really? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. with men, you, they'll leave for a woman. They'll leave for some drugs. I don't have no frame of reference for that. That means everything that I tried to give you, you don't want it. So I, I'm, ne- I'm, I really am not good enough. I'm not. Right, I'm and that's not. how that's how you took it. Oh that's yeah, how. yeah. So even men tell, know that I've dated afterwards. I've had some amazing guys. I just insecurity. Mm, because of that. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. You find you think you're still dealing with that, or you over it? That insecurity part. I'm still a work in progress. Okay. I'm still a work in progress. Well, let's talk about the progress. Here's the progress, because you've <laughs> been through a lot. This, this is a true <laughs> testament that you can go through all these things. You end up getting your license to become a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. You start off with regular clientele. How do you ramp your way up to celebrities? Um, well, I'm fortunate when I, I, my, I walked into luxury. Like my first, I've been in luxury all From my the beginning? Career. Yeah. So when we say luxury, you mean high-end, uh-huh, um, what, what's considered a high-end client? Uh, Just not, not the celebrity worked, name. Well, um, I worked at um, the Serenby community. It's mm. not far down here. Serenby is a sustainable living community um, where the elite go. And um, I had an amazing time, met some really, really great people. Like, yes. Um, I mean, some of the people that on these platforms we own, I've had the privilege, but of course they don't like to disclose their information. Of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just always, I, I like walked into it. No, no. I, well, I started at Healing Hands in Douglasville, Tracy oh. and Cynthia, they molded me. Okay. Then I got on at, uh, Serenby. from Serenby, I went to the Intercontinental. Um, then, uh, from Intercontinental, I went to Chateau, Elon, um, and Where'd I go? Chateau Elan. I was at Exhale for a while. So four or five star. But as I met, you know, different types of clients, I, I, as to me as an employee, it's just rude to solicit. Right. Because you're on. I just don't do that. Right. You're with you're with that. You know, that but however, if they just adamant, um, to, to, sorry, right. you know, I don't work for you no more. Um, they just to you freelance. Know, yes, definitely. And they will refer. Now, does the felony pop up each time? How did you? Because I um, want people to understand that you can you have a felony and that's fine. But now at this point, we've gotten that behind us because we've done so good with our resume. How do we get the felony behind us? Or do they keep asking? Honestly, we, I was blessed to get the felony behind me because I it, I was in um, the particular jobs, I guess, wasn't doing nationwide searches. Got you. And I just feel like that was a blessing. Got you. Absolutely. We ain't mad at God no more. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. right, right. We're not mad at God no more. Really truly, they just didn't come up. Right. Because the last time I had been in Georgia was like over 10 years as far as getting convicted of something in Georgia. Got you. So, yeah. Right. And, um, you know, servicing the clients and the the feedback and just loving what I do. And then I went and learned um, Thai yoga. That's uh, indigenous body work. I just, as I started... I started healing as I was working. You know mm. what I mean? When you put mm. your hands on a body. It's like when, when, when someone lays on that table, Brian, to me, that's a, that's a, that's an offering. Mm. That's like a, someone is sacrificing their self and, and, and it's my job to let my hands go to places wherever they need to go. I'm just a vessel. Gotcha. Um, yeah, definitely. I, wow. I, love, I love what I do. I've well, one of, one of your yeah. clients, we don't have to get names, but it's one of the stars on Power. I mean, that says a lot that like so we don't we're not just making people up. I mean, this is a pretty powerful thing. Yes. Um, athletes. Okay, Rotimi. Rotimi, that's that's my friend. And I have ATL body words, honestly, because of Ro, because he kind of 
challenged me. Really? Hey, what you doing? Why you why you going spin off? Yeah, and he just every time I would service him, he would just kind of speak that life like what you doing? What you doing? Finally, and it was like and when you sit down with him like I said, I can't wait. I, I love well, wait which one of y'all y'all going to meet. I Let's get him out I, here. Please. He he's You got to hook chall- it up. You got to hook it up. Okay. He, hook it he, up. He always challenged me. That's crazy. He's he's in that mode. Like he he always asks you questions, and he's just always making you think. And you, you when you leave him, you feel better. Right. I was gonna say that's crazy that people like Rotimi, and other it, it could be anybody, but it came the message came from him. Can say something to you, and if you're at the right point in your life, yeah. what he said to you gave you an idea that you ran with, and. That pivotal moment can change your whole life. Yeah. Isn't that crazy yeah. that somebody can say something to you, and if you listen and you're open, it falls in the right soil, and that thing can blossom and change your whole life. Mm-hmm. So shout mm-hmm. out to him for that, mm-hmm. for sure. He's the inspiration behind ATL Body Works. Mm-hmm. He is. All right. He really is. He really is. Hey, let's plug it. What's the handle? ATL Body Works? ATL Body Works. Come and see me. For? At massage and body work. <laughs> Right. I, I didn't want to describe it, so I mean, uh, it's, it's got to be more than just massage. Massage, I do massage body works. I do non-invasive uh, procedures, laser lipo, body contouring. I was the first pure sculpt specialist here in Atlanta, but we have several now. And that's when you were to use the ice to contour the body. Ice? Yes. How? It's, um, it's, it's really clay. It's, uh, you know, the Himalayan clay or some charcoal and iris. Shout out to Iris for pure sculpt. Um, there are healing essential oils in the ice and then you use it and then I, I train under Angie Soto to learn Mata Therapa. That's the wood therapy when you see people working the wood therapy. Hmm. I just believe in more of a holistic way. That's why I want them to understand it's more than just a massage. Yeah. 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 Definitely. definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Well this is Kayla Evans man. <laughs> you talk about a story of triumph. I'm full and um, I'm, I hope people men and women alike understand that your story belongs to you but your message belongs to the world. Get out there and share it. Don't be embarrassed by it. Yeah. The longer you stay under it, then the more it takes over. Like, instead of it being your past, it becomes your present and it remains your future. So, hey, man, this whole episode was sponsored by Monetize Your Message. Your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. This is ATL Body Works, yes. Miss Kayla Evans. Living proof that you can overcome just about every scenario possible and still make it happen. It's a great day to change lives. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. Thank you.